Welcome to episode 9 of the Barbells and Briefcases podcast. My name is John Miller. Sitting next to me is Nick Saka. Nick, what are we talking about today? Good afternoon. Happy Sunday. We're catching some momentum here because just last Sunday we did the podcast with um, professional MMA fighter Joey Angelo. Be sure to check that one out. Um, We are already on episode 9, so we're getting some... Get some traction, get some momentum here, Johnny boy. Yeah, we must like talking. At least I know you do. Yeah, I talk a lot. Man. <laughs> <laughs> so we wanted to do a quick podcast today. Uh, the re- or the the topic that we're going to discuss is tracking your diet. Um, what do you mean by that? Well, the reason why this is an important subject is because the first thing that people ask me when they're trying to get in shape, and the first thing that people are asking John which is, you know, what workouts do I need to do? Or what, you know, what, what's, what's, the, what's my first step? And we believe that your very first step should be tracking what you're eating, what's going in, in your body, macros in, macros out, right, Johnny? Uh, yeah, that's definitely right. Uh, with most of my, uh, like, general fitness clients, the most, usually their initial goal is just they want to lose weight. So the easiest way to lose weight, other than increasing your activity level and and burning more calories, is to track what you're eating and to eat less calories. Because if you eat less calories than you're burning, then you're going to lose weight. So the first step of that is knowing how much you're eating. Lots of people don't have no clue how many calories are in everything they eat. They have no idea, you know, what the difference is, what a, a calorie is versus a protein versus a carb. So uh, we wanted to talk about a good tool that you can use and a few of the ways that you can use it. Yeah, so there's a few different tools uh, and it's all on your phone. Um, I wouldn't be surprised that if someday in the future they have some iWatch that can literally just you know track your food for you and just right. say like, no, you don't deserve to eat that In-N-Out burger, fat ass, or things like that. Like we sure, we're sure that you know in the future there will be things like that, but right now, there is a little bit of manual labor that you do have to do. Uh, there's a few different apps. We agree uh, that the best app for tracking what you're eating is MyFitnessPal. Uh, it's in the Apple Store. It's in the Android Store, the Play Store. So there's no excuse as to you know if you if, well first of all if you don't have an Android or an iPhone then you're something seriously <laughs> wrong with you. But it's yeah. also, they, they also have a website for it as well. If you go to www.myfitnesspal.com, you can oh, do it from your computer as well. I didn't no know No excuses. That. Didn't know that. So there's zero excuses. Yeah, so if you still have a Nokia flip phone, you don't have an excuse. You should have a computer or you can go to the library and you can still track your macros. Right. So the very first step, if you're trying to lose weight or actually meet any kind of bodily goal, you know, any whether you're trying to cut down, lose your gut fat, or you're trying to bulk up and, and you know and be super strong, be 220, gain weight. You have to track every single thing. Uh, when you when you download the app, what's the first thing that you see, Johnny Boy? Um, well, first you're gonna you know create a username, password, all that good stuff. Lots of times, uh, like it'll let you log into your Facebook. Uh, the next biggest step is it'll it'll ask you you know all your your body sets, your your weight, your height, currently your current activity level, your goals. What kind like of job that. you have? Is it an, is it an uh, a moving job or is it a sitting right, yeah, exactly. kind of job? Exactly. And, and based on how you answer those questions, 
it's going to give you a calorie goal for the day. And that'll also include your macronutrient goals as well, your proteins, carbs, fats, as well as everything else, sodiums, all, all that stuff. And that, if you've never counted calories before, if you've never like tracked what you're eating before, that will give you a good baseline and a good target for where to start and where to make adjustments from, from there. Okay. So you download the app. It's going to ask you to plug in your info, plug in your goal, your current info, and then it's going to ask you to plug in your goals. After you plug in that goals, it kind of lays it out for you and it's pretty, pretty yeah, simple. Pretty simple. Okay. Uh, all right. So now I have the app, right? It's, it's Monday, uh, Monday, June. What's the date? Today's June 11th. June 11th. Tomorrow. It's Monday, June 12th. I've downloaded the app. I've plugged in my goals. It says that I need to eat uh, at least 1,800 calories. Cool. That's my goal. All right. Okay. <laughs> so sometimes I wish mine said 1,800. <laughs> <laughs> so, so 1,800 calories is your goal. Um, now what? You know. So now I'm just gonna. I wake up. I go straight to my fridge. I open up the fridge and I just eat anything, right? Uh, or well, eat eat whatever you, you know. You or have you have, have you? I would say have your normal breakfast. I would say if if you're gonna start using my fitness pal, eat normally like you would like you have been for at least like three, four, five days. And just so you have a baseline idea of what's in everything that you eat, you know, those normal foods, right. it might be a little bit of a shock to your You're system. Right. Yeah, that's where I was going. <laughs> but yeah, if you, you eat your normal breakfast, you go to your, you pull up the app, there's a little plus button on the bottom of the screen, you press that, you click food, select your breakfast, and it'll let you search, it has... And the reason why we recommend MyFitnessPal is because it has the most extensive library of foods. If you go to any big chain restaurant, yeah. it has like pretty much the whole menu on there. If you go grocery shopping, any single ingredient item that you could buy at a grocery store, it will have that in there and it has all of that and more. Right. So I just found out that you can even search. So you can search, you know, generic foods. You can search... You know, Chipotle, I'm sorry, not Chipotle, but you can search, you know, like um, Egg and I mm -hmm. or one of those breakfast joints and they'll have kind of their standard, their standard item or whatever it is you're searching on the menu. But even further, you can search the exact address of the place that you're at and actually pull things from that, from that menu, from precisely where yeah, you're yeah, at. Yeah. I didn't realize. Yeah, it has like whole specific menus for all the big chain restaurants. Right. That's one of the So you can things. like plug in the address and actually find, you know, I'm getting ready to eat at uh, Soul Food Cafe here. You know, let's see what, you know, what I'm about to order is, is on my fitness pal and it usually will. Otherwise you have to get creative and kind of map around that. Okay. So you said it's, it's not a bad thing to just plug in every single thing that you're eating currently just to kind of shock your system. Like, yeah, I would cattle. say like, like when I'm starting with, with my clients that I have now, like before I even get to recommending anything for them or setting any goals or making any adjustments, I tell them, okay, the next time I see you is three, four days from now. You track everything that you eat on my fitness pal. And then before we get started, you know, on Friday, we're gonna, I'm gonna take a look at your MyFitnessPal, I'm gonna take a look at all your goals, and we're gonna make a couple small adjustments from there, and so that, that way you know what, actually it lets them self-educate themselves as well, so that they know exactly what's, what they're eating. And as well, it lets me just take what they're already doing and make small adjustments, because usually small adjustments are easier to make and more, more easy to manageable. To manageable. Right, yeah. right. So, uh, 
how consistent are some of your clients? Like, are they actually tracking this? I, I, like, have, I have some uh, that that have gotten their whole families to start using it to start oh, that's tracking. Cool. That's yeah. cool. And, and I, I have some that will use it, you know, a few times or will use it for a week or two at a time. And then they basically know, like I have a couple clients that are just freaking robots and they eat the same thing every day and they, they are dead set on hitting their goals. And they're, they're, they're kind of like me. They're just nerds yeah. about the stuff and like, yeah, you know, they're okay eating the same thing every day and yeah. having a little craving here and there. Yeah. That's not me. <laughs> I wish it was. <laughs> okay. So. So, I mean, and you'll be surprised, listeners, like, you'll be surprised if you look up, uh, my employee the other day, uh, <laughs> I messed up for this, but she ordered, uh, somebody asked us if she wanted, uh, we wanted any Starbucks, and I said, no, respectfully declined. Right. Uh, and she said, let me get the green tea frappuccino with almond milk, throw some shots of espresso in that bad boy. I looked up the macros on it, and it was like 600 calories, um, <laughs> almost 80 carbs for the venti and i'm like dude like they were making a big deal out of the out of the unicorn frappuccino when right. every other frappuccino on their menu yeah. is the same exact shit oh, same yeah. exact macros uh calories and, and carbs and all sorts of stuff yeah, so Starbucks like, is a full meal when you go there yeah yeah get like so uh there there you'd be surprised with like a lot of stuff that you eat i, I looked up raising canes one time that was a mistake I saw <laughs> it was like without the sweet tea, it was like fourteen hundred calories for the box combo. Oh, dude! One time, uh, me and my girlfriend went to uh, sushi, okay. and we and we tracked everything that we ate on sushi, like minus like the specialty rolls that we ate. We easily each ate over two thousand calories at one sitting at sushi. It's awesome. <laughs> that's not including the mochi. Right? <laughs> no, that was including the mochi. Oh, okay, that's good. Let's well, shine some light on it. So. There are, you'll be surprised. Also, another thing is like the gym, the, the gym smoothie bar, right? Because everyone loves going there. If you order anything on there, you will be surprised about the macros on there, tropical smoothie, smoothie kings, places like that. It's not as healthy as, you know, it might seem. Well, those places, like those smoothies and shakes there are more meal replacement than they are like True. a dish, like, uh, what is it called? That's an addition to a meal. Yeah. Yeah. They're not sides. That 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 sh like the sh the shake I get at the LVAC smoothie bar is seven hundred calories and fifty grams of protein. That's like a meal replacement for me. True. So I guess it comes down to your goals, but don't think that you can get that and go to Chipotle right across the street. No, you know, right? No, it's one or the other. It's not both. It's, yeah, <laughs> you probably can, but you know, if you're a powerlifter trying to gain weight, but more often than not, people are trying to lose weight, burn belly fat, so on and so forth. So, so. What's, uh, let me, let me get my questions here. So what are the dangers of not using? I think we talked, we touched into that because you don't realize what you're putting into your body. And, and if, you, if you're at a plateau and you can't figure out why you're losing weight, it's probably because the food that you think are so quote unquote healthy aren't and you're not at a calorie deficit. Yeah. Well, I think there's basically two types of people. There's the type of person where if they don't track their calories and if they're not paying attention to their diet, they're going to gain weight really, really quickly and really easily. And there's also people that if they're not tracking what they're eating and making sure they're eating enough, they're going to lose weight really, really fast and they're going to get skinny really fast. Mm. I think you and me represent each one of those categories. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> and if you're, if you're not getting enough protein... You know, yeah, so, then, then you so have to be able to maintain the muscle mass that, that you want to keep. And 
like I would say you know you're maintaining your or hitting your calorie goal is probably the most important part uh, of tracking your diet and once you get good with tracking your diet with making sure you're hitting those specific goals the calorie goal is probably the most important one the second most important one especially if you're also working out on a regular basis is making sure you're hitting your protein goal because okay. if you're hitting up if you're hitting your protein goal then you're going to maintain or keep growing your muscle mass so that way that uh, you're losing fat and you're not going to be losing the muscle mass okay touche what about uh, the carb goal? Because I noticed early on when I was tracking my macros or tracking everything I was eating, it was saying that I needed to eat like almost 200, 180 worth of carbs, uh, grams of carbs, and I, it was hard to reach that goal. So I'm like, what do I eat? You know, do I eat rice cakes? Like, what do I eat, you know, to reach that carb goal? But you're saying that the calorie goal is probably more important. Overall, yeah, the calorie goal is more important. If, if on a, over a weekly basis, if you're eating less calories than you're burning, then you're gonna lose weight no matter what. Re like, either making sure you're eating enough carbs or, or reducing the amount of carbs in your diet is an easy way to, to help you be calorically restricted or calorically in a surplus. Does that make sense? Yeah. Does it make sense to you listeners? <laughs> Leave us a review and we'll, yeah, let us <laughs> we'll <know>. find out. <laughs> so, you kind of touched on this, but how long do you recommend using, you know, it's, it's kind of like a, it's, it's kind of like a, it's kind of like your guide and you don't have to use it forever. You kind of just get the gist of using yeah. MyFitnessPal or one of these calorie counting apps. Yeah, I would say it depends on the type of person you are. If you're the type of person where, you know, you have like the same things that you eat every day and you pretty much know what's in everything that you eat and you meal prep. So, you know, your lunch is the same every day. And, and you go to the same type, same places every day, not every day, but like every week or whatever, then, then you can eyeball or not even eyeball, just yeah, pretty come up with a pretty close goal to about how many calories you're eating every day. And you can get to that spot after a, a few weeks or a few months using it. Gotcha. However, if you're the type of person where, you know, every day is different, you have a hectic life and not every day is the same, then you might have to use that a little longer. Um, I would say right now I'm at a point where, where I don't use, I don't track my calories like meticulously, but if I go somewhere new where I haven't eaten, mm. I'll, I'll pull up my fitness pal and, and, and log when I'm about to eat just so I can see yeah. how many calories is in, you know, whatever new that I'm using. Especially if you enjoy that food and you can see yourself going exactly. to that yeah. place. Well, it, and lots of times, like, foods can be deceiving as to how many calories is in there. Oh my goodness. Like, uh, Dave and Buster's. I'm looking at this like little, <laughs> I don't know what it was, but like it was just like everything on the Cheesecake Factory menu is like a thousand, two thousand plus calories. So, so looks can be deceiving. So uh, here's another question I have. It can be what, what's cool about uh, my fitness pal these calorie tracking apps is that if you are eating the same things it stays there so actually if you're getting ready to plug in something it's like all right it's lunchtime i'm about to have the same meal that i eat all the time one of the first like it kind of stores it in there and you can just tap it and it, it, it'll add that to yeah, that's another cool that. thing about it i agree i like that it, it's got like my whole breakfast smoothie like those are like the first eight ingredients on there right right, right there every single time everything you search it can kind of keeps it as a little uh database um, you know, but if it'll be different if you look it up for breakfast versus if you look it up for dinner, yeah, you you know you'll have to add them out, add them throughout the you know throughout your day. But for the most part, it's stored there, so this can uh, streamline it, streamline it uh, to make it easier for you and your tracking. So 
if you do want to be that freak of nature, you're, you're, you know, you're training for a particular show or things like that. As you know, you've seen people probably weigh their foods out and really measure it yeah. to the teeth. They look like after, drug dealers, after, but with after, food. After getting, like, my fitness pal, I'm getting comfortable with that. The next step, I would say, is, you know, is getting a scale for your kitchen and also, like, making sure you're measuring cups and you have all everything that you need for that. Because knowing exactly how much you, you're putting into your system is the next step in becoming, you know, super meticulous about uh, knowing exactly how many calories you're eating. Right. Like, if you're competing and you're super serious about uh, how your body looks and the composition of everything that you're eating, then that's the, the next step. Gotcha. Okay. Last question. If I go over on any particular day, you know, it's my brother's graduation, and we all go to Cheesecake or BJ's, and I get the pizookie, I get the, you know, I don't know if you guys have had the, the s'mores pizookie, but there's like marshmallows, like slightly burnt on the top with like a blanket of peanut butter. I mean, that thing is like out of control and the calories are like 1400 calories just in that bazooki. I can easily devour that bad boy by myself. But I go, <laughs> if you, you're gonna notice that when, you, when you're when you calorie crunching and calorie counting, that if you go way over, that bad boy is gonna turn into a negative red number. So you're like obviously aware that, <laughs> that you went over right. and it's just gonna be this ginormous negative number. So I fucked up one day, right? Yeah. What is your advice for... I mean, we all have it, too. We all mess up. What is your advice for the rest of the week? Do I shorten my calories the next yeah, I, day? Yeah, I would make sure... Well, not even just the next day. It's You look at it, the big picture of it all. So making sure that one day doesn't snowball into a bad week, into a bad two weeks, into a bad month. It's easy to do that. <laughs> it's easy to do that. Right. <laughs> so, like... And, and a, a smart way to, to make up for that, if you do go way over it, is, you know, for the next, you know, four or five days, instead of your calorie goal being, normally it's 1,800, it's... Limit yourself to 1,600 for the next four days, three days, whatever. Gotcha. So that's how you make it yes, up. Yes. So that, that way, you know, over the week, you've hit your calorie goal, even if that one day you didn't. Gotcha. We all have those days and you know, I mean, you'll get to the point to where I know I've done it where I know I've passed my goal and you kind of don't even want to know anymore, like how, <laughs> how much further away you're drifting away from your goal. So you kind of just stop tracking and just say, ah, today's the weekend, you know, I'll get, I'll bounce back tomorrow. It's kind of the story of my life the last two, three days. But <laughs> yeah, as Nick gets ready to shred for a vacation. Yeah, man, I got to look good, baby. So... <laughs> Not, not, not as bad as you wanted those pizza rolls last night, though. Oh, my goodness. Man, pizza, pizza, pizza. So, it's okay if you screw up. Just just make it up on the, on the, on the macro um, versus, you know, you can screw up in the micro, but you can make it up in the long, yeah. the long haul and the long just things. So, yeah. you, you can lose, the, you can lose the, the battle. You don't have to lose the war. Exactly. Love it. So, that's all we had today. Uh, Miller, do you want to add anything else? Um, like you said, like we said, a lot of people think that yes, I mean there there is a significant amount of work that needs to be done in the gym, but more importantly, and especially for the you know people that are trying to shed, you know, kind of hefty, um, hefty goal uh, goal goal weights, they're trying to lose you know sixty to eighty to hundred pounds or whatever that might be. The very first step is to just start tracking every single thing. That is going in your body. I'm talking from like the sauces that you put, that you dip your chicken nuggets in. I mean, the, every little thing the, the, makes the a difference. The ranch you put on your pizza. Ranch, yeah, man. 
I mean, I know from experience, it's just a little stuff, a little stuff that adds up over time. It's a compound effect. So, so be sure to just slowly, just like Miller said, take little things and tweak your diet little by little. You don't have to get a freaking Frappuccino. Just get, you know, their ice coffee from 7-Eleven or, <laughs> or something different. Yeah, what's the small coffee? Is that like 80 calories? Yeah, the coffees are like 90, like 107 yeah. with cream, you know, so it's just not, it's not as bad, but, but just the little things, little things, watch it, so, but that's all we have today, um, thanks for tuning in, this is the quickest podcast I think we've done, where are we at, let's see, yeah, we're at 20 minutes, that's a record for us, shit, <laughs> shit, our goal is only to go 10 or 15 minutes, but we, it was probably my fault, I probably ended up over talking, <laughs> but, Hopefully we added some value to you guys. If, if you made it to episode 9, you know Nick's not afraid to over-talk. I'd be, I'd be rambling on and on and on. So thank you guys for tuning in. We appreciate you. Leave us a, a five-star review if you liked it. Leave us a one-star if you thought it was shit and added zero value to your life. <laughs> we hope we did. Uh, John, you have anything else to add? No, tell us what you like. Tell us what you think. If you have any ideas for future podcasts or anything else you'd like us to talk about, please let us know. Uh, if you think you should be on the podcast, if you want to be interviewed by us, please let us know. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to have you on. Absolutely. I agree. I second that. Have a good week, everybody. Grind it out. Let's yes, get sir. in. Let's do what we do.